Hi everybody, yes, welcome. This is Food Addict and I have my favorite Canadian in the whole wide world, Linda Camacho. Hey. How you doing? I'm great! Dude, do you feel good? You're better than everybody in your country. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm the only one who is staying at home. Well, oh, you're the only one that's staying. Are you guys still supposed to stay at home? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, so you've been staying home a lot or no? Yes, absolutely. You Haven't you been play, going out to shows, no? Uh, not the indoor one. Oh, you're not doing any indoor shows? I thought I saw you on one. I did one last oh. month. And that's the only one I feel comfortable doing at the time being. Oh, because of the COVID. Okay. You don't have, you're not vaccinated? It, it, whether I'm vaccinated, vaccinated or not, you're still going to get sick. And I would rather never have it ever again. Okay, you had. Okay, hey. All right. That's, but you are vaccinated. Whether I'm vaccinated or not, it doesn't matter because <laughs> everyone is gonna get sick. So, so you don't want to. Guess what? I don't want hives from so, head to toe. So you don't. Hear you don't, me out. When people okay. listen to this podcast after they got the Delta, y'all are gonna get hives. Y'all are gonna get hives. Hives. Yeah, that's what my brother says. My brother's a nurse, and he tells me like the Delta, the main symptom is hives. Are you? And I'm already starting to see people post that on Facebook. Hell no, I'm not down for that. I'd rather sit at home and eat. I'd rather sit at home and eat and stay healthy. Oh, you're not on speaker. I mean, you're listen, not on speaker. Listen, Anthony. Go ahead. What? You're not on speakerphone, are you? No, I'm not. Okay, I didn't think so. So go ahead. You said, listen, Anthony. I was already depressed and working from home before the COVID. So honestly, life has not changed that much for me. Yeah, I mean, I said that when the when the quarantine started, um, you know, that I pretty much stay home a lot and hate myself and don't like other people that much myself. anyway. I love it. <laughs> I love being inside. Screw people, screw people who want to cough on you. That's gross, man. I'm a germaphobe. I don't want to be around people. <laughs> okay, hey. Yeah, all right, well. Uh, you know, <laughs> is it is it like rude to ask somebody if they're vaccinated? Is that it? I, I don't even know the etiquette. I got vaccinated the other day. Honestly, I have a couple friends who cannot get medical exceptions, but they know for a fact and their doctors tell them they cannot get it. So for me, I do it out of solidarity for those people who who wish to not get the vaccine. I'm not someone who will force it on anyone. I'm just someone who says, whether you're vaccinated or not, y'all should stay at home. <laughs> so, okay. Y'all should Okay. Don't so, get the so I got vaccinated mainly because of New York City. There, you can't do anything yeah. in New York City now without a vaccine card. So I know yeah. that I know that that's coming up here, and it's coming everywhere, and that's all people want to ask me is, "Are you vaccinated?" And I just got tired of saying fucking no. 
You know, I just got tired of saying no. Now I have the card. I just show it to them and say, shut up. That's it. <laughs> shut up. And I never got the COVID. I never got it. And I didn't think I needed to be vaccinated. But it's just like, and honestly, to tell you the truth, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep this 1000% real. I've had a reaction to it. I, my arm is killing me. I feel very sluggish, and I think I have a slight fever. You know? I, 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 honestly, that's normal for the COVID vaccine. Um, and honestly, I'm not going to lie. It's, it, I don't ask people. I don't ask people because I think people tend to forget that asking people medical questions is like asking people if who they're going to vote for. And you have every right to your own privacy. And asking people, like, if this was a job interview, what you would have asked me technically would have been illegal because it's like you're asking me about my medical history. So even though now jobs nowadays require you to be double vaccinated, like, at the same time, People have medical rights, so honestly, I'm kind of over everyone asking everyone. I'm over it. I I will only answer it to certain people in my life who matter, and other than that, I so, I, I don't so basically, like basically, Anthony Quinn doesn't matter. Okay, it's all right. I've heard it before. No, no, like it, it honestly, it honestly, when I say people who matter in my life, I mean my mom, my dad. And my agent. Those are the three people. And your who? My hotel. Your agent. Anyone else is not. Yeah, anyone else is not. It's not their fucking business. No offense or anything. It's none of your business. It's none of your business. Are you a bar who's about to ask for my vaccine passport? Then it's your business. If you're not a bar person or security person asking me for my vaccine passport. It's none of your business. And I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm anti-vax. I'm pro-vaccine. I'm just saying, why bother asking people? I'm, I'm not going to hang out with you in two days. <laughs> I'm in Canada. So why does it matter whether I did or not? Why does it matter whether you did or not? I, it's not pertinent to my life, to my well-being. I'm staying at home. I don't care what everyone else does. I'm staying at home because uh, I'm taking care of myself. Whether other people want to get vaccinated or not, it's up to them. And in my life, I'm staying away from everybody. And honestly, I choose my own life. It doesn't matter. I've been sick twice. I don't want to get sick again, whether it's vaccinated or not vaccinated. I don't ever want to get sick again. So, uh, let me. We're starting this, this podcast real heavy, but. It's okay because I, I stand my ground. Like. Okay, all right. So this is, I want to make this clear. I wasn't trying to probe you for information or insult you. Uh, here, where I am, um, it's really not that heavy of a question. Everybody asks you all the time. I went for a job interview, um, and that's the first thing they asked me. It's the first thing they asked me as I walked in the door. So I'm just kind of used to that. So, um, yeah, it wasn't like I was probing you for information. I was just, I wasn't sure at first if you were joking or not, or if you were just trying to, um, you know, uh, be like neutral and saying, whether you're saying you're not vaccinated or not. I'm just chill, yo. I'm just 
Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. But but what happens is, this is what's happening here, is if you don't answer that, people think you're an anti-vaxxer and they start treating you like shit. That's what happens. That's shitty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's shitty. That's why I got the vaccine. Vaccine. Because I was just tired okay, of it. That's why I'm staying indoors to avoid people, just in general. Like, everyone, everyone has lost their mind. Yeah, I'm trying honestly, to fucking... I said it from the beginning, and I said it in your other podcast, too. This shit will last four years. <laughs> well, honestly, though, Linda, is I'm trying to do comedy, man. I have to see a lot of people. <laughs> I never got COVID, and I'm, you know, yeah, I'm not a germaphobe, you know? Don't get me wrong. I'm so jealous seeing you doing your shows and your open mics with all your friends. That, I would do anything for that. But, but I won't do that. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, everyone's got to do what they got to do, right? And I've had people criticize me even during the pandemic. You have a small baby at home, blah, blah, blah. Everyone in um, my girls living at her mom's house right now. Everybody there is vaccinated. And um, just about everybody I know is vaccinated. And during the pandemic, no one got COVID in my house. Right? So it was just like... And then, I, then you have me who got sick twice, you know. And, and I sucks. tried my hardest to not get sick. And I did. So, and let me tell you, each time was horrible. It was so bad. I'm letting you know. No one ever wants to admit it that they got it. But, I mean... You're insane if you think that what COVID is is the same as a flu or a cold. It's, ah, it's not. It is not. And and honestly, you're lucky if you've never gotten sick. You're lucky. Someone told me once, someone who works for Google said that every time you catch it, it kills seven years of your lung life. Your lungs age seven years just from getting a, a COVID for, for one week. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? This has become very heavy. I don't know. Should we start the podcast? Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> You're just like reverse. No, it's like, okay. Listen. It's all right. You could be a... You could be a... You could be a hypochondriac lunatic on this podcast if you want to be. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> Dude, I mean... That's, that's, that's it. I don't get sick. But okay, so I knew people that had the um the the COVID, the COVID. I know people who had the COVID. Um, I know people who had it. And they they hardly had anything. They had like a couple sniffles and it was done. You know, and I know people who had it for a week and it was terrible. I don't want to fully admit that things have things are are bad, and uh, I can tell you the horrible, horrible experience I had both times. And I, I don't want to, but honestly, I, I... You think people are lying when they say it wasn't that bad? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> people are fucking liars all the time. People lie Why all would the they time. lie? I have comedian, honestly, I have comedian friends. Comedian, what? Listen, listen to me. There was a comedian who was in the hospital for a week with a high fever right at the beginning of all this in March 2020, like close to dying type fever. And and he still says to the whole world that he never caught COVID because he didn't have the test back then. And he still says it was never COVID. I just 
randomly caught a fever for a week, even though I'm 26. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I had a little uh, fever vacation. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's totally normal. Like, the flu will, will cause you to be in the hospital for a week. That's, yeah, that's totally normal. No, it's not. But anyways. <laughs> I just like the pretty yeah, nurses. I like the pretty nurses, you know, and I like the ugly ones, too. I like um, all shapes and sizes, except for skinny. I don't like skinny. Right? Skinny people are late. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't hate me, skinny people. But I like no, people. uh... You know, it's, it's, you know, we, we are so, everybody is so entitled. You That's know. true. Everyone's entitled. Everyone's a liar. Dude, we buy shoes that are made from, like, 10-year-old children in Asia. Oh, yeah, like Sri Lanka and shit. <laughs> yeah. I got the new Sri Lankan like, Nikes. <laughs> like, we are the most entitled society probably that has ever existed. <laughs> We're so entitled, we're like so angry that our two-week vacation per year, we can't have it, you know? And then it makes us think, like, why are we working every single day of every single year and only give ourselves two-week vacation? Like, that's a sad life, bro. Sad life. And no wonder everyone's so angry and frustrated that they can't live their entitled lives. Um, we're so used to it. We're so goddamn used to... We had it so good, didn't we? Before 2020, right? And <laughs> uh, we had it so good. Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, grass is always greener on the other side of the street. You know? Um, the grass is always greener before 2020. <laughs> yeah... I mean, it was, it was, we had, we had a lot of things to complain about, but now, but we never complained about COVID. That's the thing. And now we got COVID and now their life changed, lives have changed completely. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, um, I think. You know, I think life. I think life has been weird for a long time. I think things have been um, the the impact of social media and the meat and just the um, quality of news and a lot of things has just slipped. And before this, um, you know, we just had nobody was scared. You could go places without masks and all this stuff. There was more stuff open. But was I reaping? Was I reaping the benefits of society? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, you know, so I think we just have to be realistic about what was really going on. What were, like you said, you were very honest. You said, hey, I was staying home a lot before this. So, and then you got sick twice, and you're fucking concerned about getting it. And I, that sounds very reasonable to me. Exactly. Because I feel like this is an episode of Quinspiracy anyways. I feel like we've... <laughs> we're talking about all these, uh, 
well, know, well, you know, this pertain this pertains to everything because um, you know, the way you eat. I was saying this a bunch of times, the way you eat can help you more than a vaccine. If you eat nothing but green I, vegetables, I, and you know what? I, what? Go ahead. I believe that the healthier you, healthier you are, the the better you'll get over COVID. Of course. Or whatever. Of course, if you eat green vegetables, mushrooms, onions, beans, and seeds, then, dude, you're bulletproof. If you eat that stuff, you'll never get sick again. I mean, like, 90% guaranteed. You know, it's very, very. But, you know how hard it, you know how much work you got to put in to eat that good? And it's not even that much work, but compared to the work people are doing now to eat. You understand? Like, I think so. People don't cook. People don't. No, they don't. They don't. So, so twenty years ago, <laughs> when everybody cooked thirty, say thirty years ago, if you decided to go on an all vegetable diet, it's not that big of a deal. Instead of cooking your chicken, you just put vegetables in there. But now, when you're not cooking, and you have to start cooking. And have a lifestyle where you cook, it's very hard. I'm so glad you mentioned this because so much of our food is the frozen stuff or fast food. And honestly, we have no idea where that food is coming from. Is it coming from farms in Brazil? Is it coming from the beaches of Thailand? I, like, something that shook us me was finding out that shrimp, like, the shrimps you find in frozen meals and stuff, and even the shrimps that were in certain restaurants, they're being peeled by slaves. Straight up slaves from uh, Southeast Asian uh, countries who <clears throat> who wouldn't let people even, like, have a, a place to sleep. Like, it was horrifying, the stories I read, and, and we're eating that. We're putting shrimp that was literally like cleaned by a slave that exists in our well shrimp isn't even that good time. for you shrimp isn't even they shouldn't even be eating shrimp shrimp is a fucking cockroach <laughs> in the sea. i love shrimp so much i'm addicted to shrimp did you just call me a shrimp listen i'm i'm not that sure <laughs> damn linda <laughs> fuck if i could Put shrimp in my mouth every single day. I'm, I'm honestly, I'd make the worst Jewish person. <laughs> I really would. That was that if was I was Jewish. I would. That was weird the way you I said would, it. You said if I could put shrimp in my mouth every day, it sounds like you're like looking to bang the shrimp. <laughs> I I am addicted to shrimp. Let's just say that. And if I could I, put some some. <laughs> If I could put some shrimp D in my mouth every day, I would. I love that shrimp. All right. <laughs> I, anything. Seriously, I have dreams. I have really crazy dreams about red lobster. Like, just. You like red lobster? About that. Do you like regular fish, too? I, <laughs> I do like regular fish. I used to hate it as a kid, but now I, I love it. Good. All right. Yeah. Fish is good. Weird, right? Like, I think we've talked about that before, where, like, once I turned 20, like, my taste buds changed. I don't know what happened. 
You know, I don't really know Red Lobster, like, how they get their stuff. But, you know, when you're dealing with chains, I, I've gotten some decent fish in Red Lobster. But when I think about having lobster or fish, I do not think about Red Lobster. <laughs> I know, because this is the best we have in Canada. We've discussed this before. You guys have the, <laughs> the creme de la creme. You, honestly, I see my other friend, Kevin. You know Kevin, right? Um, from Bromitas in New York. From what? Uh, he, uh, he, Kevin Escobar, have you heard of him? I think I have, yeah. He always posts all these photos, just like you do, of all these amazing places to eat in New York City. And I get so envious. Like, I'm more envious of you guys eating at those restaurants than you guys doing comedy live. <laughs> yeah, well... That's one of the things That's one of the things you have against you when you try to eat better in this area. Is that Is that so many there's just, you know, delivery. Honestly, Linda, I'm really struggling right now because Really? I'm struggling with food right now big time. I'm struggling with food because I just ate. I I was I was intermittent fasting. I was doing that, and I was waiting 16 and a half to 17 hours a day to eat, and it was just too much. I looked it up, and somebody who's obese like me um, should like only be doing 12 hours, so I'm going to 12 hours because I was starting to get a little wacky. Uh, sometimes when I diet, when I diet and I starve myself, I get a little wacky. So I'm already wacky. <laughs> I don't need to be wackier. But there's this place called Lane's Deli. That's about an hour, from, an hour, about a mile from my house, like two miles. Probably takes me five minutes to drive there. And okay. they have the best sandwiches, the best cheesesteaks, the, the best, well, I mean, pretty good cheesesteaks. For around here, I mean, the best cheesesteaks are in Philadelphia, but pretty good. Could hang with any New York cheesesteak. And they have the best potato salad, best macaroni salad. Anything they have, they make their roast beef every day. They make it. <laughs> like when you go get a roast beef sandwich, that was made that morning. Damn. I'm so, jealous. Yeah. So... But, but all I do is sit home and think about Lane's Deli. <laughs> or when I'm, even though I just ate, I was at um, taking care of my baby at my, uh, you know, my girl's mother's house. And they got me a, a chicken sandwich for lunch. And as I was eating the chicken sandwich, I was thinking, I'm still going to stop at Lane's Deli. <laughs> and I haven't. But just thinking about it gives me comfort. Can you identify with that? Just thinking about how you're going to get food later makes you happy? I definitely, definitely already salivate just thinking about eating. Just thinking about going and getting the food. Just even thinking about planning a day in which I'm going to go get that food. 
Do you actually yeah, go? That, that's definitely signs of a, an addict, right? <laughs> do you do you go out to get the food, or do you still fuck with Uber Eats and shit like that? You don't fuck with them anymore, right? Or skip um, the dishes? I actually don't. I don't mess with them as much. I've actually been trying not to eat that food as much. So you've been cooking? Uh, <laughs> frozen meals counts as cooking. Oh. Ah! Yeah, um, I don't have a microwave right now, and I don't think I'm getting one. So I think okay. having uh -huh. a, I think having a microwave encourages you to eat more of that fucking garbage. Cause I don't have a microwave. Surprisingly, I I just cook everything in the oven. But here's the problem with me: I am so busy during my day, and I have chronic pain. So I have pain. So. When you mix having pain and then dealing with, you know, Zoom comedy and learning how to be a producer and, and, and doing all these comedy classes and still doing your work job and at the same time, I'm learning how to act and do self-tape. What, so what comedy classes are you taking? So I take comedy classes with um, Precious Chong. Who? Say that again. And I have uh, Precious Chong. Pre I can't. I, I can't understand the name. Precious. Precious. You know Precious Chong. Chong. Yeah, you know like Tommy Chong. Oh, Precious Chong. Okay, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, Tommy Chong's daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of her. I have. I didn't know her name was Precious though. And so, uh, she's one of the teachers that I'm taking classes with. Also, Dan Golia is another um, uh, Toronto headliner that does private classes. And so, I, I take these classes, and honestly, they help me keep sane and keep writing, even though I'm not doing the indoor shows. And uh, Cool. That's yeah. great. That's great, man. I mean... So, that's why I do the frozen meals, because I can't... Can't. It's just too much, too much work. I don't have. I'm not. I'm not exactly abled enough to do all this and that. Well, I think if you're cooking them in the oven, that's definitely better. It's definitely better yeah. than microwaving them. Um. So hey, everyone's got to do what they got to do, Linda. But I, that's I cool. I make everything in the oven. I thank you. I I usually make like even. Steak or chicken or literally anything, I simply put it in the oven. It's just so much easier. Steak, you got to pan fry veggie. though. You got to pan fry the steak, no? Um, you no, sear you, it. you can literally eat. You some people do, and some people just straight up put it. Yeah, people that like the, the way it oven. tastes. <laughs> Don't ever bake any. Don't ever bake any beef for me, darling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't taste bad. It does not taste bad. Trust me, it does not taste bad. Well, ham like hamburger, chopped meat baked is probably fine, but baked steak. I don't know about I'm that. I'm letting you know it's so e so much easier to do than <laughs> for someone who has. Yeah. I'm and with you. And that's how I was taught literally as a kid. Like, actually, you know how I was taught? It was crazy. I was taught to put steak in the toaster oven. I shit you not. 
Whoa. Okay. Hey. Toaster oven steak. Toaster oven steak. That's how I learned how to make steak. That must have been what was it like? Some 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 uh, chop. It must have been some like really thin steak. Cube steak or something. Probably cube steak. <laughs> All right, so I don't know. I don't know about types of steaks. You got me there, but it's good. So, <laughs> yeah. So what we had, we had, you know, you can only do what you can do. Oh, so what I was gonna say is, uh, I think it's cool. Some people like are like, oh, the comedy classes. They just want your money. But I mean, dude, if you could use it as a tool, right? I mean, that's what. If a lot of people in comedy, especially other comics, it's funny. They don't want you to get their spot, and they don't want you to be better than them, but they have all kinds of advice for you, right? Truths <laughs> <laughs> have never been said. Jesus. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. You're like, when I do good, they're not that happy for me. But then they want advice. They want me to take their advice. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, you know? I don't know. I mean, it's so hard when you try to figure people out. Um, you just, comedy, I learned this. Comedy is not about pleasing other comics. It's not about pleasing the audience. It's about having fun. And I know that's cliche to say. I know it's cliche to say. But when I go up and I try to be too serious or think too much, it just doesn't work all the time. You know, it doesn't work. So sometimes There's anything so many works. Factors as to why. Yeah, you well you sometimes anything works. This is what people don't realize about comedy too, which is confusing. If you go in front of a soft crowd, you know what a soft crowd is, right? Do I want to know? <laughs> no, a soft a soft crowd is just people that are in a good mood that are pretty much laughing at laughing at anything. You know? So okay. Maybe it's they're drunk or it's a party. Everybody's happy. So you could go up and go, doorknob. And they'll go, ah, he said doorknob. Oh, my God. Like, they'll just. <laughs> so, I mean, that's cool. But when that happens, you have to know it. You have to know it so you know that the jokes you told maybe didn't have as much fire as you think. So I'm just saying, like, there's so much that goes into it. It's so hard. I think I think that line that you just said, I do not agree with it at all. But then again, I mean... With what? With what? No, I'm just saying it happens. What my point was, anything can happen. Anything can happen, and you have to know how to roll with it sometimes. You know? I think you're, I think you're half right in the sense that you're like, yes, there are people who who think they're all that because they they do well in one set and then realize, like, in every other situation it doesn't work and it's probably because it's, it's not that good material. you got to work on it more. Well, I'm but not... Yeah, well, I wasn't necessarily... I, I was, don't think... I don't... I literally don't go into a crowd... I don't go to a show thinking, is this a softcore or a hardcore crowd? Like, I don't go into a crowd thinking... They only laugh at my jokes because they're drunk. In fact, I feel like if they're drunk, that makes it way more harder because they're more likely to heckle and say stupid shit. And <laughs> no, I'm not saying Honestly, you even go. I, uh, that's my experience with comedy. Well, I'm not saying that you even go into it thinking they're a soft crowd. 
I'm just saying. I mean, it happens sometimes. Like I I've know, done. You know what? I honestly laugh really hard at my shit. I mean, it's um. I always think I a crowd is soft when they laugh a lot at my jokes, <laughs> because you know I I still am insecure. Maybe that's a self-esteem issue, Anthony. Of course I <laughs> Maybe do. Maybe it's a self-esteem. Maybe you gotta be more like proud of your jokes, bro. Of course. And just, like no, of course I do. I have self. And just self-esteem. be like, you know what? I killed it. This isn't a soft core. I don't know what soft. What did you say again? <laughs> A soft crowd, a soft crowd. I said, no, soft no, no. You know what they say? You know what it is? <laughs> it's more of a, it's more of a soft room. Like sometimes that's what it. The the, the expression is room. soft room. Like sometimes, like this one room I'm going to tonight, right? It's really good. They have a lot of regular people that go. It's more of a mic, but man, I mean, you get to really try your material in the front of people. But the atmosphere okay. is very friendly. Everybody's listening to everything you say, and it's it's not too hard to get to me, a laugh. That means it's more supportive than they're oh they're just having a good time and easier to laugh. And I don't think that that disqualifies your jokes as being like less. No, <sighs> I didn't. I good. didn't. You know what? Like I think. I didn't necessarily I think, say I, that. I, I, I personally think that you know. It's great to have a supportive crowd. That's so fucking hard, especially at open mic. Like yeah, but but once it, <laughs> once that show's over, it it means doesn't really mean that much. You're on to the next one. That's what you know. Everybody's worried about bookings, but bookings are cool. But once the booking's over, you're worried about the next booking, or you're you know, like it's it's. I just want to keep doing comedy. You know, like I'm just. I'm trying to be realistic about myself. Like, I listened to the tape back, and I'm like, well, I didn't really tell that joke as great, and they laughed. So it makes me think, they're just kind of humoring me a little. You know, they're in a good mood. Okay. (laughs) Don't be so hard on yourself. Jesus. Well, welcome to my life, Linda. I'm hard on myself. No, that's... Go ahead. It's great that you listen back to your stuff because that's what helps me. Like I, I'm glad that I'm doing something that you do because I, I think it serves me well to listen back. But uh, at the same time, like to be honest, the opposite. You can have a, you know, you have a really good joke, and then no one laughs because it's the only comment. And you're like, I know this is fire, and y'all are just what do you call those crowds? The hard crowds, the hard. You you gotta you gotta speak into your phone a little more. The hardcore crowds? Oh my gosh! No I'm no no! Hardcore and softcore. It's way not too it's many not times. something that's like said a lot. It's like something that's said in passing. Like that's a little bit of a soft room. It's not like oh they're laughing at anything, but you know I just like to stay realistic. You know I like to stay realistic because it happened to me. Something hit in that room, and then I was in front of another big crowd, and it, I'm not going to say it bombed, but it just didn't hit. It was okay, so but... then it, that's not really the audience problem. That's the, that's the, you gotta, like, see exactly why that joke didn't work with that audience. Was it, the, was it like, you're doing a joke that they didn't really relate to, or 
maybe you just gotta edit it down. Like I don't think it. I don't think it's one or the other. I don't think the problem's the joke. I don't think the problem's the the audience is too eager to laugh. I think it's uh, there's just so many. This is what I said. It's, it's the beginning. never one thing. It's never one thing. I'm saying it's there's something. It's something to keep so in many mind. Factors. It's something to keep in mind. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> I don't live my life by it. <clears throat> Listen, when I go up and I have a good set, I'm fucking happy about it. I don't care. Maybe I won't act that happy about it. <laughs> it's just when you do as much comedy as I'm doing and you have a good five-minute set and people are so excited about it, it's like, well, I should be able to do a fucking five-minute set, right? <laughs> I'm out like three or four times a week. You know what? This, this comedy comes with the highs and lows. I've seen headliners not do well. It's just, it's just how it is. It's how it is, especially since we've all been out of practice. Everyone just highs and lows all the time. That's how it is. That's part of our job. Man, we're not always going to... We're not always Russell Peters. <laughs> you, you, have to, you have to talk in your phone. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm just. uh, I want them to hear you. You know, if we if we still had them, if we still have them at this point. (laughs) So hey, I liked your show last night. I don't think your friend likes me though. (laughs) Um, definitely if. She didn't. You would know about it. That's okay. how I feel about that situation. I'm, I'm just. I'm just kidding. She. She seemed very nice. She seemed very nice. She so. is. Uh. You know what? I got her back. She got mine, and uh, she's. Uh, she's letting me. Uh. You know, book the show, and and I'm helping her out with the show. It was her show originally. With the unknown comedy club and uh, Miriam Ken, and then and then I kind of was helping out the show, you know. Yeah, they, they were struggling. The truth is, a lot of Toronto comics don't like Zoom comedy. Shocker! So I came in and I was like, "Hey guys, I know comics who aren't gonna bail last minute," and <laughs> um. Yeah, if you ever tell me that to do something, I'm very serious about my commitments. Um, so, Thank you, Anthony. But I, I want I want to say that. about your friend. She seems like a very strong woman. She is a badass. I know. She is I, a badass <laughs> Pakistani girl. <laughs> Pakistani Canadian, French Canadian girl. <laughs> Yeah, she, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to fuck with her. Uh, you know, she's like looking at me like, look at this ah! little, look at this little round fucking American douche. <laughs> no, I saw her smiling, laughing at you. You're fucking, man, your stuff was really good. Really, really good. Okay, Just cool. Cool, You're, you were no funny too. Eden, I'm for it. I'm for it. You were, you were, you were great too. I, I, especially when you cut out at two minutes into your set. <laughs> it was the best cutout I've that, ever seen. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, that has never happened to me before. Um, where the actual show gets cut out, but that never happened. That was just. I think there's just like. A lot of energy last night, and just energy flying around, and bam. My, my, Honestly, that 
My girl was watching and she stopped after that. She was like, oh, it went off and I wasn't sure. And then I had to get the baby and my other son and stuff, so. Is she the one that's, uh, I think I I saw another. Jasminda was her name, yeah. Jasminda, oh my gosh. I knew I recognized that name. (laughs) (laughs) And I, uh. I, uh, yes, I, I noticed that, um, she didn't come back, and that, uh, I feel bad that, uh, <laughs> that we cut out. That usually never happens, so it was just a freak accident. There's a good chance that she would have had to get off because of the baby anyway, so <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Well, I mean, you're taking <coughs> care of your baby, you know? I your co- baby comes number one. I told her that um, it's going to be recorded. She she doesn't really watch my comedy anymore. It's you know once you're once it's like four years or whatever. Nobody wants to. None of your friends want to come. She doesn't want to listen to my com. She doesn't even listen to podcasts that much, unless I tell her like, listen, uh, you got to listen to that one. She'll listen to it. She'll be like, it was great. So yeah, I mean you know it's it's we're all busy and. There's friends of mine that hang out with me a lot that won't listen to podcasts because they're like, dude, I get a lot of Anthony Quinn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and they're like, you know, you know, I love you, man, but I do get a lot of Anthony Quinn. So, no, I don't listen to your podcast. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so maybe, Damn. maybe that's why the listens are down on this podcast because uh, – People have gotten too much of Anthony Quinn. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no. <laughs> okay, so you said last night that you haven't had sex in a long time, right? You said that on on the podcast. I said that in confidence on a private show. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, so you, yeah, I thought you said it during your comedy set. Honestly make my mom so very happy to hear <laughs> you, you told us this last time you said this on the podcast that you haven't had sex in a while you said that don't play with anthony um, quinn so honestly you, i can't remember and i'm gonna blame um <laughs> my forgetful memory for not um but seriously yeah, because yes. we, we were talking okay, about what the... what do you want to know about it? What do you want to know about my sex life? Okay, let's, let's talk well, about it. Well, last time we were talking yes. about the guy who <laughs> who was gay and used to close his eyes. No, no, no. We'll not talk about that one, okay? We'll not talk about that, okay? All right, so... No mentioning of so, guys. So do you have, do you have any do you have any creepy douches uh, stalking you right now? I know you have problems with that. Actually, it's kind of crazy. This last... This month, especially this month, like beginning of this month, I have had zero people messaging me. It's like amazing. It's how is it that there is literally not one person messaging me, hitting on me? It's incredible and also terrifying because there's usually at least six guys DMing me. And now there's nobody, and it's like this perfect, blissful, like, oh my god, this is what it feels like to not be hot. Like, <laughs> Whoa. this is what it feels like to 
Oh, not Linda Camacho. Oh, stop <laughs> it. I see you post your pictures where you're a little bit done up and everyone's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. That's what I'm saying. You're so beautiful. No be one is messaging me in private, though. It's incredible. The last this September has been like sober sex September. So, so <laughs> people, people would see your posts on Facebook and message you in private? Um... Not necessarily in that order, but I, I always, ever since, you know... <laughs> it's hard to get an answer out of you, man. Me. I'm sorry, guys go ahead. always message me, what can I say? I'm, I, repeat what you just said, I'm sorry. Guys are constantly messaging me, but it was never, like, serious stuff. It was always, like... And, you know, I, I usually would ignore them. I would ignore most of the messages. And now it's like, this. it's almost like a calm before the storm, kind of. Like, there's no one. Like so, there's no one. so you're upset that you have no messages to ignore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Right that now, is... I'm like, where do I seek this validation? <laughs> where? I'm Am sorry. I even hot? Dude, I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna. I misspoke before. I said you were out of your mind. Um, I. <laughs> I must I'm have misspoke because that's that's not how people that are out of their mind act, is it? <laughs> I wish somebody would message me so I could reject them. <laughs> that, oh my god! You literally got me to a T because most people think that I would even like date them and that they get they get mean towards me because all they want is sex but they don't want a relationship with me I'm like dude I don't even date drug dealers what like I wouldn't even date you like I would never introduce you to my parents y'all got nothing to worry about <laughs> like, whoa would you would you would you slip the guy the old... If you met some guy you liked, would you bring him home and slip him the old uh, carrot lasagna? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have yet to meet someone who I would give my carrot lasagna to. No one is worthy to like, say I have yet to meet someone who is like, worthy of mine. Baby, I, I got to talk to you about something. It's been going so well. And there's just a part of my life that I have to introduce you to. <laughs> this is this is part of me. This is part of how I live. And you bring out a piece of fucking carrot lasagna. <laughs> it's fucking delicious. Okay, you're making it seem like it's only carrot. You can't even see the carrot. When you eat it, the carrot like melts. It's great. <laughs> He's gonna be like, is that a I thought you were kidding when you said carrot lasagna, and then he's gonna leave. Oh my god! Because you think it's like carrot without the meat. You shred the carrot, and you shred like maybe like one carrot. That's it. Like you don't shred like three fucking carrots. Oh, hey Anthony, stop it! Maybe There's one only carrot is too big, like a small carrot. There's only one shredded carrot in the lasagna. Stop it! Anthony. <laughs> Oh, you mean only one f full shredded carrot and lasagna? Okay, hey. Hey. Yes. Have you ever tried, like, turnips or anything like that? What? 
Have you ever tried like uh, turnips or anything? you actually? I've I've seen people put zucchini. I've seen people put zucchini in lasagna before, and that was good. I've had those, uh, you know, the Greek eggplant. Uh, it kind of looks like a lasagna, but it's not. But it's so delicious. And I've had, I think I have had like eggplant lasagna, but I don't think I've had zucchini in lasagna. But zucchini tastes great on pizza, so. Zucchini tastes great with everything. <laughs> it doesn't really have that much taste. And that's the only time I've ever <laughs> had zucchini is on pizza. Yeah, zucchini doesn't really have that much taste, so you could really like cook it in anything, and it tastes like what you cook it in, right? Like people get you know fried zucchini sticks; it just tastes like fried something. <laughs> That's exactly it, though, yo. All right, so what's your what's your? Oh my favorite? god, you're talking about food, and I'm immediately hungry. What's like, your okay? Oh. What's your favorite fried food, Linda? Tell Anthony Quinn one thing. Oh one only one food you can have a fried food. Tell me right now. Oh my God! Is it any wonder that it's shrimp? Oh my God! You hit us with the shrimp again. Oh my God! You fuck! You mean out of everything fried, like a corn dog, zeppelins, all that stuff, fried dough, everything? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. There's there's two other things that come close. All right, what are they? I really I really like Parmesan chicken. Parmesan chicken. We so, have to talk. I'm so I'm on my way to Canada right now. Okay. <laughs> First okay, of all, it's called it's called mozzarella sticks. Okay. All right. We have to talk again now. We have to. We're gonna have a serious. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to have a serious. This is a work. You know, like those workshops you take with Tommy Chong's daughter. This is a workshop right here. <laughs> so we have. It's called. No, it's not called Parmesan chicken. It's called chicken Parmesan. Hey. Chicken <laughs> and, Parmesan. Hey. And it's called mozzarella. 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 How did you How did you call it? Mozzarella sticks. You were like mozzarella sticks? <laughs> <laughs> Take off, eh? <laughs> Take off, eh, you hoser? I was going to say that last night. Like, hey, you guys used the word hoser, but I didn't want your friend to get mad at me. I, <laughs> I didn't want her to stab me with her eyes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've never used that word in my life, and I don't even know what it means. <laughs> it just means like, hey, douche, like similar to that. Like, take off, hoser. Get out. I think you guys, Canadians, use that word way more than we actually do. <laughs> you, you've never heard anybody I've use never that at all? In my life. You've never heard anybody use that word? Maybe when, like, Americans make fun of Canadians on TV. <laughs> That's <laughs> when I hear that word used. Oh, man, it's interesting. Oh, Letter Kenny uses it sometimes. <laughs> people say, people say, uh, take off, eh, right? Take off? Take off, eh? <laughs> like, get out of my face? No? Okay, all right, hey! Honestly, Canada has... There's so many different parts of Canada that everyone's kind of different. Like, there's the East Coast. They have their own playing. Albertans. They have their own culture. BC is all hipsters. No, there's... Um, I'll tell you, honestly, BC, there's some bad streets in Vancouver. There's some bad streets. So, oh, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there twice uh, myself. Just, uh, 
because it's hard to avoid East Hastings uh, and hard to avoid that. <laughs> the the craziest thing, that's probably the craziest street I've ever seen or walked on in my life. I was terrified. Oh, I, have, yeah, <laughs> I, have a, I have a crazy story. So listen, so tell me right now, Linda, what is the coolest place in Canada? Where is the coolest place in Canada to be? I would either say Van City or Toronto. Whoa, Toronto, and that's where you're at, right? Yeah. All right. She gave her hometown a nod. All right, baby, good. Good, you're doing good. Um, I never. I went to Montreal one time, but it was a long, long time ago. So I never. Montreal's a city. What? Yeah, it's like a separate thing. It was. It was interesting stuff. Um. I like Montreal very much so, but I don't have a lot of experience. Like, I've been there a couple times, and I had the best time of my life. But I went to, like, a, a Christian retreat. So, <laughs> you can imagine, I didn't really get to see a lot of the nightlife. You know? A Christian retreat. Jesus wants us to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus wants you to be in bed by 9.30, child. <laughs> I think there was one night where we stayed up and we went to McDonald's, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, my God. How old were you? <laughs> I was 14. Oh, yeah. So you could, yeah, you couldn't go out at night. You'd wind up getting abducted and shit. You'd still be a prostitute. <laughs> you would have gotten abducted oh, and, like, I... forced into prostitution or something. No, the, the proper term is sex worker. A sex. And, oh, I uh, heard this. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex worker. I thought it was street worker. And, no. <laughs> and um, you know, I respect sex workers, and I very much think that uh, pimps should all be put in jail, and we should legalize and uh, and help uh, sex workers so that they don't end up in uh, trapped. By pimps. I did a lot of research on this. I basically was like, how to avoid getting pimped out. And I read so much, so messed up what happened to most sex workers. It's so sad. It's so terrifying. And I actually hope that I can inspire others to feel more self-esteem. Because the biggest problem with women nowadays and they get trapped in these situations is because of low self-esteem pimps look for women with low self-esteem so i was talking about happy to be fat i'm happy to be fat i'm happy the way i am you're ready because i have high self-esteem no one can use me and no one can make me feel less than what i am and uh i deserve to be happy i deserve to be um respected and You're going I on a tirade. Yes, the one. Go ahead. <laughs> All I, I said yes was. The one. <laughs> go ahead. What are you saying? Just say it. I said, I said they couldn't let you go out when you were fourteen into nightlife, or you'd get abducted, and then you'd be forced into prostitution, and you'd probably be a prostitute now or a That's street. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You brought up a very passionate subject for me. But I'm saying I, that's what happens. I, and like, I just felt like I needed to say what I said, you know? And, yeah, uh, and I'm glad that Christians uh, prevented me from getting 
pimped out and um Dude, I support street workers too, and trust me, in the '90s, I supported a lot of them. <laughs> oh my gosh! OMG! I supported, MC. I supported, I supported blocks of them, allegedly. Oh yeah. You know what? We should just, you know, put that to rest. I don't want to know more. I don't want to know more. I'm just no. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I've always You're been too much of a. Your personal life, and I don't judge. I no, I've always been too much of a pothead to do anything crazy. Like I used to go to Amsterdam all the time, and prostitution was legal there, <laughs> right? And, like, I would go with people that were like, I got to go for a walk. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to get a fucking prostitute. But I was always, like, sitting in my room or at a coffee shop during the day just smoking major amounts of different kinds of bud. So, I mean, that's that's really where my head was, either being with somebody I like or, or smoking all kinds of bud. And usually people that go get prostitutes and shit like that, they're not just, like, potheads, like, sitting at home like, hey, man. Let's go get a prostitute. Let's go get a street worker. <laughs> you know, um, that's a whole thing amongst itself. You know what I'm saying? Like people that do those sort of things, um, the, it's very unsavory behavior. So, and a lot of times, it's because the it's because they were abused too, or they had they were exposed to some kind of, um, uh, you know, somebody who. Usually you learn things from people, you know, so I, it's very complicated when you try to figure out why people do what they do, but a human being, I wouldn't put anything past a human being, you know, a human being could do anything, so <laughs> on a on a cheery this note, whole conversation, it went from, it was a roller coaster around. <laughs> well, I gotta go. I gotta get some hookers. <laughs> oh my gosh, Linda! I just ordered oh you. Oh my gosh! I just ordered you a hooker, Graham. <laughs> it better be a, a really hot meal. Let's just say that Whoa. it better be a really hot meal. Whoa! It would save me so much. Uh, did you ever go to one of them? Did you ever go to a strip teach like a bachelor at party or something? Um, no. <laughs> I don't know, that was, a, been, that was a long, um, uh, that was a long, um, sound like you were thinking about it. No, something. no, I really had to think about it, and I have never been to a stag and or bachelor, whatever you call it. Um, so what would you do if like, the guy was I, there, if it was a hot guy and his, uh, his PP was flopping around, would you, would you, uh, would you grab it or something like that, or? Honestly, that's not how male strippers do. They don't ever get fully naked. Oh, okay. in Calgary, they would have this, like, ladies' night. So right before the regular club dancing night, they would have, like, for half an hour, they'd have these, like, male strippers. But they would never take off their drawers. They would just, you know, take off everything else, like socks, shirts, pants. Socks, socks. Okay, hey. All right. Hey. Definitely. I would have gone into that if I knew I didn't have to take everything off. Jesus, I got ripped <laughs> off. Fuck. So I've never, I've never seen anything that crazy, um, and I've never, I've never really been to strip clubs. To be honest, I am not a guy. I'm oh, like, I, I hate surprising? strip clubs. I've been to strip girls clubs, but I hate them. To look at naked girls. Wow, so shocking. <laughs> 
I, you know, we were doing that show in the strip club every week for like a bunch of, we were doing it for a couple months. And that is so sick. Yeah, but you know what? It, it was the people that ran the clubs were dirt bags. You know what I'm saying? They were just like these, like, it was very strange. It was a very strange situation. And sometimes there wasn't a waitress out there, so I had to go in the strip club and buy a beer from the bartender. And I would see some girl dancing around naked, and I'm like, or with topless. And I felt bad because I'm like, if you look, you're supposed to pay, right? <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm already um, buying a beer. Are you? I'm already buying a beer for $7 and tipping the woman, you know? <laughs> I'm like, you know, so I don't know. I just, it makes me, it's not that it makes me uncomfortable. It's just, I, 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 I used the word unsavory before. It's unsavory. And some chicks are like, I go to strip clubs and I dance up there with them. Now, if it was one time where like the strip club was the only bar, and you guys go down there and it's one time. I'm sure you could have a good time. And I'm sure it's not that big of a deal. But if you're looking to go to strip clubs and that's where you like to go, um, you're probably a dirtbag. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Linda. I apologize. Tell your friends who are dirtbags. <laughs> you got to know a couple dirtbags, right? No? I tend to hang around classic people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like I said, you know, um, when you're dealing with human beings, you just never know what anybody's been through, why they're doing what they're doing. And I'll tell you, Linda, lately, I've been really struggling with the past. I cannot get over I cannot get over my first marriage. I fucking torture myself all the time about it. I have these flashbacks. Go ahead. Flashback? I have these, I have, um, I have ADHD, Tourette's, I take this, I have a seizure thing, and I have PTSD too. I get these flashbacks. My sons are teenagers now, and they're not doing great. They're doing okay, but they're not doing great. And they're just different people now. And I just have these flashbacks from when they were babies and how my ex treated me and the things she did to me. And, I mean, she took everything from me and I was in bad shape for a bunch of years. And now I'm thinking, man. But I always saw my kids. I always struggled to see them. But they knew I had nothing. And it was like, you know, it was probably traumatized them a little bit. I don't know. I, who the fuck knows? I mean, I was there with them. We had a good time. I, I think sometimes we want everything for our kids. We want everything for ourselves too. The best car, the best ex-wife, the best wife. The, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> you know what? <clears throat> the fact that you care just makes you a good parent because there's so many narcissistic, mean mean and sadistic people out there who shouldn't even be called parents, and they are. And then the fact that you care, even if you're not perfect, but you care enough that you're worried that you want to do the best for them and you want the best for them, that means something. And well, that, that's a good person. Well, there's no such thing as perfect. I mean, I've had so many people say, you're such a good dad. Like, I told, when I was, when I, those times I talked about, 
That was pretty much all I focused on was the kids. I put my life on hold so I could be there for them. I had, you know, and I was on probation. I was on probation for growing weed. And I have a big resentment about that now, too. I have a huge... It is pretty fucking annoying. It's going to get expunged. I was on the fucking bus with murderers. I was taken to court. To the on the court bus with murderers, literally, murder people who murdered people, and I was there for fucking growing weed in my basement. I'm not shitting you. I'm not fucking shitting you. So you know, it's like I get resentful against the judge, and it's gonna get expunged. It's gonna get expunged, but but I'm like, oh, if you go after the judge, they might not want it. You know, so. It's just, and what would that do for me, Linda? You think I'm going to sue the judge or sue New York State for breaking the law? <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I mean, the judge did something that was illegal. He did something that was totally illegal. I don't necessarily want to get into it, but what I'm talking about is the resentment. So what, now I have to prove that he did something illegal? And prove to to somebody that can... How are you going to go after a judge? You can't go after judges. I mean, unless they, unless I was his secretary and he molested me, then maybe I could get him. <laughs> I should be like, the judge got me in his chambers. That's what I should say. Um, but, you know, these guys are bulletproof. I'm sorry you're going through all this. What'd you say? I said, I'm sorry you're going through all this. Oh, no. very heavy. Yeah, no, I I try not to dump my problems. What I'm saying is, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I think that eating a sub is going to make me fucking feel better. And the shit that I remember in the flashbacks is bullshit. Because I'm only remembering one little piece of it. I'm not remembering all the great times I had with my kids. I'm not remembering how happy I was when they were born. I'm just remembering that one distorted thing that my mind wants me to remember for whatever reason. So, I don't know. Can you identify with that? Like, just your brain keeping you depressed? Uh, Yo, like I said, it's been weird when no one messages me telling me I'm hot. Yeah, I get so depressed. Oh, my God. Yeah. I get so depressed. Honestly, though, like, I, I wonder, like, I'm in such a better place right now, and I think, why do I still feel sad sometimes? And it's the past that makes you sad versus, like, like it's almost like uh, I used to think that I had situational depression, but now I, I think it's, like, depression of the past, like the past coming back to haunt me. And, and honestly, <clears throat> I went through so much that I'm, I should be grateful that I'm in a better place. And that's what's keeping me afloat is um, that I, I don't have to deal with roommates. I don't have to deal with um, so many crazy people that were in my life that are no longer in my life. It's just, I can actually breathe now. But it's still, your body still feels like you're in, like, panic mode. And that's where the PTSD comes in. So I totally understand what you're going through. 
it kind of feels like you're back in that situation when you just have one of those flashbacks. But, okay, so this is what I realized about myself, too. Okay, because one of the things this pandemic did um, is, like, definitely uh, make people that suffer from this kind of stuff definitely suffer a little more from it. Um, but it made me yeah. reflect a little bit and think about some stuff. And what I realized is that a lot of these things I've had my whole life, even when I was a little kid. You know, even when I was a little kid, I did things and acted certain ways that just weren't right. Now, when I say weren't right, not immorally not right. But just, you know, I would be, de I would act out and cry and scream sometimes. Very few and far between. But there was, I, here's a story. I was walking with my mom to school and I started pretending to pass out because I didn't want to go to school. <laughs> so I would, we walked to school in Queens. So I would fall to the ground and pretend I was passed out and then she would wake me up. And obviously she's not going to send me to school then. <laughs> and there was no reason for me to not want to go to school. I wasn't being bullied. I wasn't bad, necessarily bad in school. And that's what I'm realizing too is that I have a little bit of a learning disability. Not enough where it was really detected. You know, I just slid underneath, but I could never spell good. I'm not a strong reader out, out loud. And I always thought it was because of me, because something was wrong with me. Something was wrong with my education. But no. No, I have my... I, totally, I, have, I have dyslexia. <clears throat> I'm dyslexic. I totally relate. I didn't... Wow. That sucks that you have dyslexia, man. <clears throat> So go ahead. You like said you relate. So much harder. What were you saying? It must make life so much harder. Um. Well, you know that's the thing. Once I know I have these things, once I know, hey man, you haven't eaten. You just took your seizure medication. You know you're obsessing over the house you built 14 years ago that your wife took from you. You know, you're obsessing over that, about how you spent all your money and how, but, but this was an hour upstate. So where I am now is way closer to the city. So really, I know all these people and I'm doing all this stuff because I'm living here. So, I mean, it's just, we really have to try to focus on today. And when I say we, I mean me. So... You know, um, it's just so hard. Life can be so hard, Linda. I'm sorry to hear that, dude. That you're going through all these experiences, man. <laughs> well, you know, it's just... But what I realized, too, is that there's always been something. Before my marriage went bad, it was my business partner that traumatized me. That I hated who took advantage of me. And he did. But I put myself in these situations to be taken advantage. And I don't do that anymore. But I put myself in these situations because I have problems. I got robbed when my wife was living there three months before we got married. Somebody came in and hit me over the head with a board. Broke the board over that my head. That is so messed 
stuff. And gave me oh a my God. gave me a concussion. And that's why that I have that's bad. why I have a seizure condition right now because of that. Wow. So that my, is messed up. My ex, even though she knew that happened, I said, "Can we please postpone the wedding?" She said, "No. If you postpone it, you won't have anybody to marry." Right? So I got married. We went on a 14-day cruise. And I was bugging out. It was just so terrible. <clears throat> and recently, about a year or two ago, the only thing she ever said, this is the only apology I ever got. She said, I'm sorry, things should have been different. <clears throat> I don't even think she said I'm sorry. She just said, things should have been different. That's all she said. <laughs> so she doesn't really talk. She's not really a talker. Um, but it's not good enough. It's not good enough. So anyway. <laughs> that got so real for sure. Like just as I. Always, oh my God. We're both struggling with our throats. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, that's what this is about. This podcast is about my life. It's a comedy podcast, and I can laugh about it. My wife is an ice queen, right? She's a fucking, she's practically in QAnon. She did get vaccinated because she's a teacher, and she got the kids vaccinated. But she voted for Trump. She absolutely voted for Trump. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, she's a Trumper, man. She voted for George Bush both times, too. You know? Honestly... It doesn't matter to me whether you... It's, I'm Canadian. I, It's, you know, like... Uh, I'm Canadian. <laughs> 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 like, we've talked about a lot. Like, we've talked about everything that they tell me not to talk about. Like, we've talked about religion. we it, talked about COVID. We, talk, <laughs> we, we now are talking about uh, politics. We're starting to talk about politics. I'm, no. I'm going to do a, a hard last year and say, look, Let's avoid the politics because I know nothing about that. No, no, no. No, I'm not even, I'm just saying, like, this is what's up. And let me tell you, people, (laughs) people still talk about Trump every day, all day, like he's still in office. My girl's sister, (laughs) my girl's sister, listen, she does a lot for my son. I really appreciate her. But she's fucking dumb as a stump. I'm letting you know, like, you know what, honestly, people are allowed to be dumb as a stump if they want to be, and if they don't want to be, I don't care, I honestly, we're talking about something that I literally have no passion no, for. I, I know, no it's not, it's not politics. politics, I'm just saying it. I have passion for social justice, I have passion <laughs> for women, and uh, guys but who know I'm how not, to, I'm not, know, I'm make not, a woman come. That's what I'm passionate about. I'm kidding about it. I'm kidding <laughs> I'm about it. I'm also very passionate about food, if you guys haven't noticed. But, it's always back to the food. But I, I love was, the food. I was there today. We're talking about problems here. I don't give a crap. I don't care. But I was there today. I don't care. Y'all do whatever the hell you want to do. Like I said, I'm staying inside. No, what all I'm, this is the point I'm making. This is the point <laughs> I'm making. I don't care about politics either. I could care less. What I'm saying is people just obsess about this politics, whether it's even relevant or not. 
You know, the funniest and thing is, you're obsessing with it right now. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. And the, and and you say something like, if someone's talking about somebody every single day, even though he's not in office, that that holds some power. That holds some power. That's like, that's like you know that line that says all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. No, you got to move on with your life. The guy's not in office. Don't give him the power. Don't talk to him unless you talk about it, unless you give him power, to be honest. He's not in power, right? You're like a... Why do we care if someone believes and voted for Trump? Who who cares? Who cares? No, I'm trying... I was trying to to give you a a freaking, you know... uh, a little intro into my ex because it's it's this is what I'm dealing with somebody who doesn't talk doesn't care about facts doesn't care about anything they just do what you know what their parents do or what they've been programmed to do and that's you know programmed I don't even mean programmed I mean you know what God gave us the right to do whatever the fuck we want to do so you know what do you want to do that I did not really bring up. I didn't really bring up politics. I just mentioned who she voted yes, for. Yes, you did. And so, I did not. I didn't say who and, I voted and, and we're for. Still talking about it. So I didn't and, say and who I voted for. I didn't say to, anything to, about about anybody. Like, you no, know, you're teaching me. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you that there's an election. <laughs> there's an election coming up soon on the twentieth, and it's the only time I'll be going out to you know be outside with people I will vote that's for sure I always vote and um I always vote too you know and uh we have the the right and the ability to vote and that's amazing and (laughs) I'm happy I'm glad that I have the right to vote and y'all can vote for whoever the hell you want and that's how I feel about that well the, the honestly the fucking the best thing to do is in your community if you want change you Look at the politics in your community. Vote for those politicians, at least in, in this country. Federal government, you know, is all fucking bullshit. You know, they don't really do anything for you. Um, they do stuff for the country in general, but, you know, if you're looking for your individual life to be more comfortable in your county, you need to know who your people are. Anyway. I, I agree. I've always voted, like, the mayor and, like, yeah and the prime minister i try and vote as much as i can i think it is important you should Um, know who the mayor is most of the people including me don't even know who the mayor of their town is that's sad you know know who the mayor of toronto is i do but what's his name i'm gonna say his name right now (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't know his name, it's do you? John something. What? It's John something. Oh, you don't know his name. Linda. The Linda Camacho hypocrite <laughs> hour. <laughs> no, he's actually been the mayor for like the last seven years. Wow, that makes it even worse. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> hey, listen, man, we all try. But you said you don't do politics. I don't do politics either. But if I was, yeah. if I was somebody that you watched. You are doing it right now. <laughs> what? No. You are doing it right now. I'm not. I'm saying <laughs> if I was somebody who did that, who watched CNN and all this stuff, then oh. I think th- those people should. Uh, Get into more local politics because it's it's Fox and CNN and all that crap isn't it's not real it's bullshit and that's not politics that's just a fact. Politics, we have opinions, and honestly, I don't watch either. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch Fox. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I do care? I care that one day and hopefully one day soon I can visit New York City and you can. Introduce me to all the best restaurants, and I don't have to continue having shitty chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan. How did he say it? Chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan. You said it right the first time. uh, Chicken parmesan. You're good. Okay, so now I've already it's already in me. Chicken parmesan. You just can't say parmesan chicken because then you sound like. You sound like it's just like a little bit of chicken with some Parmesan on there. <laughs> you know? Like Parmesan um, chicken is a whole different thing, but chicken Parmesan. Oh what do you, okay, what do you I have it with? What pa- what pasta do you have with your chicken Parmesan? I love fettuccine Alfredo. Okay, but you usually don't get fettuccine Alfredo with chicken parm, do you? No, I really ask. Like, there's this place in Canada called Boston Pizza, and I literally, every time I'm like, can you make it fettuccine instead of spaghetti every single time? Oh, so, so, okay, so have you ever heard of this thing? This is what we Italians eat with a lot of stuff. It's called linguine. Yeah, baby. I love linguine. Linguine is so good. With with Alfredo sauce. (laughs) So you don't like any pasta with red sauce? I love red sauce. But you know what I don't like? I'm kind of weird in this sense, but I don't like chunkiness. You're weird in, You're weird in just that sense? <laughs> yeah, it's only in that sense. I don't like different textures in food, like maybe one or two, maybe three. When there's <laughs> crunchiness in it, like I cannot handle anyone who puts onion in pasta. We did the desert island thing, right? We did that, right? I don't know what you're talking about, but I cannot handle. Okay. All right, Linda Camacho, you're on. Okay, I have bad news for you. We're going to do this and we're going to wrap up. I have bad news for you. I'm sorry. You're on a desert island. You're stranded. I'm sorry. I apologize. (laughs) Okay, there's nobody there. All there is is a genie. All of a sudden, you see a genie. One genie, just a genie. I don't think the genie ever, I don't think there's ever more than one genie. I think it's usually just one genie. So you see a genie and he's going to give you one meal, one meal a day. But it's got to be the same thing. It's got to be the same thing every day. Tell me, 
What do you have the genie get you every day? What is it the food that you, you could eat every single day? I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I feel like I've already answered this to you before. <laughs> Go, you said um, shrimp. You it said would definitely be... Um, it would definitely be pupusal. Oh, yes, we did do this. We did do this. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, yeah, because you said pupusas. <laughs> I asked you if we did the desert island thing, and you said you said you weren't sure. Honestly, okay. I told you I have bad memory. Why does no one believe me? It's because I'm young. They think I... And it doesn't mean I'm not smart either. It's just my memory. Uh, this seizure medication I take fucks with my memory. Um, it actually makes me smell things. Like sometimes I smell cigarette smoke. <laughs> And it makes That's me halluc <laughs> makes me hallucinate too. Like I see little dashes of blackness. But yes, yeah, so how have you always had a bad memory? No, I think it's fibromyalgia. But the thing is, I have good memory and I have bad memory because names are hard for me to remember. But if you tell me to remember two monologues, I will remember them by the next day. By the next day, I will have two monologues memorized in my head. But <sighs> so the fibromyalgia is what you're gonna have for the rest of your life. It's can it go in remission? Yeah, no, it cannot. It is. I'm stuck with it. I'm saying, can it? Is there <laughs> is there a possibility it can go in remission or no? <clears throat> no. That sucks. Is there anything you can take? Yeah, or any kind of supplement that can help it? Weed. <laughs> Okay. No, I mean like help, help, <laughs> help cure it in a sense, like treat it. The There's weed, nothing. the weed treats There's the pain the, management, but that's the most you can do is pain management. But you cannot take away the pain. You can't like. Is it? It's not something with nutrition or something. Like a lot of people think that's true, but I mean, there is, there's no cure. There's no cure. There's no cure. What can I say? No matter what you do, no matter what supplements they pump your body in, there is no cure. Because my, my girl has something very similar. She's got, it's not, but it's an autoimmune disease or whatever it is. And she's in major pain all the time. And especially on uh, humid days. That's Does it affect you? Do humid days affect you or you're just in pain all the time? Yeah, sometimes human days, like sometimes we'll have other fibromyalgia sisters tell me, oh, no, it's human, that's why you're in pain today. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Are I there sometimes ever, don't know if that's true or not, but... Are there ever days when you're not in pain? No. That sucks. And it, yeah. is, it's just going to get progressively worse as you get older? Hopefully not, but some people, by after 20 years, they're walking with a cane or something. Um, wow. It, you know, let's oh. hope not. Let's just say that. There's not enough research in it yet. Okay, yeah, so we'll, we'll just keep our fingers crossed for you because, uh, <laughs> you know, we'd, no, we'll just... Well, that's why I want to be famous, so I have enough money to, you know, figure out what the hell I have. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough, man. You know, show business is tough, man. It's so cutthroat. And now there's like so many, the thing is like a lot of stages got shut down for good. 
So now all the people that were on those stages that worked at those clubs are trying to get in all the other clubs. So everybody's just, you know, just doing all this it's stuff. And, and people are... It's and, you know, sometimes I used to get stressed out that people book their friends. They book the same people all the time. But now I don't even stress that because I got my own stuff going on. I get booked from, you know, plenty of people. So... And to tell you the truth, a lot of the shows that they're getting booked on are far from me. I take care of my baby every day. I can't be driving an hour and a half to go to a show where I'm either not getting paid or getting 40 bucks. You know, it's just, it's not worth it. And I have to, you know, sometimes cross two bridges, which are 7 to $15 a piece. Wow. So basically you spend everything they gave you on that. Oh yeah, if you get anything. You know, so I'm to the point now where it's not that I'm sipping D's for stage time like I used to, you know. Um, but like tonight, I'm going to go, I'm going to do, there's two mics at this place. There's an 8 and a 10. The 8 is usually packed. The 10 is pretty good sometimes. But they're two five-minute okay. sets. They're two five-minute sets. So it's cool, but I want to be in a position where I'm doing like 10, 15, 20, 30, you know. I could probably do 30 now. You know, I could probably do 30. So I was rushing through that set last night, and I still went over by a couple minutes. So anyway. So listen, um, we're going to wrap it up. Anything else you want to talk about? That's it, man. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> oh, except for I have a Spanglish show. You, oh, That's you, it. <laughs> oh, you have a Spanglish. What, what's your, when's your Spanglish show on? The next one is on Sunday the 19th. I don't know if you will post this podcast before then or not. So if not, I just do a monthly Spanglish show with the Unknown Comedy Club. Okay, it's probably not going to be out by, by September 19th. But, um, <laughs> but but uh, you know, you do it every month, right? The Spanglish Comedy? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, so... Uh, what's <laughs> what's your Instagram again? Rocker Hippie Chick, is that it? Hippie Rocker Comedy Girl. Yes, it took me a couple months to remember it. Hippie, <laughs> hippie Rocker Comedy Girl. <laughs> yeah. If you get famous with if you get famous with that handle, you're a fucking genius. <laughs> Well, I will be, so you'll be eating your words. <laughs> no, I'm not eating my words. Stop it. You will you, be. You are <laughs> fucking confrontational, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Latina. I have to be. <laughs> I'm going to say, you're like, you're like, don't talk I about politics. I love you. You know don't. I love you. you you're know. like, yeah, no, I know. It just, it's just funny. You're. That's why I like doing podcasts with you, because you're sincere and you say crazy stuff. <laughs> You're the first person who was like, uh, when I asked you about vaccination, you, if you were vaccinated, you were like, I just want people to be safe. Like, you wouldn't answer it. It's interesting to me. <laughs> it's in, if you come here, they're going to make you answer it. They're going to poke and prod the Canadian. <laughs> You're going to be like, <laughs> you'd be like, I had my car. You, you, you'll tell the guy. Maybe I have my card, maybe I don't. I just want people to be safe. 
Here's the thing is, I don't, I don't owe anyone an answer. If I don't want you to know, I will let you know. That if is great. No, that is know, great. That's my prerogative. That is great. I think it's great. I do. It just, you know, here, I just can't have that prerogative anymore. I tried to do it, <laughs> and I just couldn't. Uh, like I could, like I, because if you say that to people, like I said, if you say that to people here, they're like, ugh. Oh, you think the global elite? I'm like, not necessarily. I'm just, you know. All right. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up. Um, Linda Camacho, she does the beta. You do the beta show every once in a while too, right? Is The that- beta show every Wednesday I co-host. Every Wednesday she does the beta show. I was on that last night and it was a good show. Um, you know, her, yeah. fr- her friends are very nice. And definitely look this woman up because I think she is going to be famous. I think at this point that's a no-brainer Aww. for me. That's a no Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Linda. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. You too. I love you. Bye. All right. Bye, we love you too, darling. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> All right, everybody. Linda Camacho. Wow. She is something else. I really like her. She's very genuine. Um <laughs> And I think she was kind of misunderstanding where I was coming from sometimes, but it's all right. It's all right. I Not everybody gets Anthony Quinn. I don't even think Anthony Quinn gets Anthony Quinn half the time. I know I just said my name a lot, but this is Food Addict, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.